it wasn't pizza. What did I have yesterday? Made like a burger. Made a oh, breakfast yes. breakfast oh, burger, dude. And uh, it was so hot that it burned the the roof of my mouth. You've so, always just been bad at eating, haven't you? You need to control yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're just messy. You're, you're, just messy. Sour you're burning stuff, yourself. Yeah. You're just your tongue's ruined. Triple team, triple Sixers logos on today's Philly Escape podcast, episode seven. We got a lot to talk about in a little short amount of time. So we're talking game four post game and game five pregame. So we're going to break down the strategy of what we need to do to close this out. Honestly, boys, it seems pretty sad coming out from uh, from game four where we thought we could have brought it to three one. I didn't even want to talk about it. I'm not, not going to lie. I didn't even want to talk about it. Uh, right after the game, which was the original plan, but glad we can kind of absorb, take it in, look ahead and see what we need to do to finally close out the series. So this is what we're talking about. All Sixers talk today. Shorter pod, like I said, but let's get right into it. I think um, we officially jinxed them. <laughs> I, yeah, we knock on wood. I think we were yeah. talking Austin, too much. Talking Austin, them up too like much. every other Philly fan <laughs> out there. Every one of us was like 4-1 now, 4-1. Actually, before we cut to this, um, yeah, I did want to do a fun intro. There, and and to, again, take it with a grain of salt because a lot of these slides I wrote up assuming that the Sixers <laughs> would win the game. I, I changed them. I changed them after they, they, they lost. But That's there was a lot of things that I wanted to kind of assume, uh, you know, we, we won. But um, so I had a more relevant would you rather if we won. But we're going to go with this one. Would you rather have burnt your mouth the burnt i don't know how to put this actually why did i write my notes like this would you rather have the roof of your mouth burnt like from pizza or your taste buds completely annihilated from something sour like sour skittles are you talking about forever not forever like in the moment between those two different feelings You, you know what i'm talking about where it's like all right pizza burns your mouth off or it's like sour skittles or salt and vinegar chips where it's just 100% like sour. That's like a totally that's like, annihilated. I feel like totally annihilated by the sour. You're out of the game for maybe 20, 25 minutes. You drink some water. You're good to go. Roof mouth burn. That's like a two day affair. It's actually, it's actually really funny because I'm going through both right now. <laughs> so that's why it's pretty relevant. On Sunday, I went to, animal, dude. On, on Sunday, I went to the movies and got the sour skittles and that I'm still feeling. I just got through that today. So that's like two days where I had to recover with like the, the skin coming back from my mouth. Yeah. And, and then uh, it wasn't pizza. What did I have yesterday? Made like a burger, made a oh, breakfast, yes. breakfast oh, burger, dude. And uh, it was so hot that it burned the, the roof of my mouth. You've so, always just been bad at eating, haven't you? You need to control yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're just yeah. Never you're eaten messy. Sour you're burning yourself. Yeah. You're just, your tongue's ruined. Yeah. I've never eaten I, sour Also, food by the way, I would go. Well, where would you go? Yeah. Would yeah. Go, tell me where you go, go. I would go sour. Yeah, I'll chalk up sour. Because I feel well. like, because I feel like, yeah, like your your taste buds might be ruined, but like the burning part that also ruins that. the taste too. I hate too. that feeling. I hate that feeling. Yeah, the the burning part it just it just literally hurts. I feel like yeah, your taste buds come back pretty quick. Either way, all relevant because this Sixers game four left a bad taste in our mouths. 
Um, That's, that was still call. still like the uh, Clint Capella uh, in anguish, kind of rolling up with Embiid. But that that's not what happened on in Game Four. Um, obviously, it was a 103-100 loss. Came down to the very end. Um, try try again next time. Oh, hey Jackson, what's up? Um, also, st- stick with me here, guys. Again, because it is low budget and things will be pixelated. That's just because these guys uh, don't know how to take a selfie or a good quality picture on Facebook for their profile pics. But bear with me on that one. Um, but yeah, this this was a tale of two halves. I think first quarter we were like, wrap it up. We got our shooting going. You know, we're doing what we need to do to finally close up the series. This was a game that we really needed to win bad. Um, like I said, I had assumed that we would have won this, and it would have been very hard for the Hawks to come back knowing that they would have had to win two games at home against the Sixers. They don't have to do that now. Um, but like I said. Don't like what we saw from these guys. Um, Jackson doesn't like it either. What do you guys want to get off your chest about this? I thought they made a good, uh, you know, switch up putting Herter in the lineup. I think that kind of affected us a little bit, the way we were defending them. I think, did he get the start or was he out? They had that, they had yeah. that lineup or he out. He got the start, right? They had the same lineup out that they had in the third corner of game three. That was shutting us down, and then they went up, ended up going with that lineup for like most of this game, and that honestly proved very effective against us. Yep. And Bead, bad night. Uh, I think we all kind of think he was hurt, right, for most of the game. Yeah. I thought he was pooping when he went to the back. <laughs> Evidently not. Well, the way I see it, there's two options here. One, he was exhausted after the first half. Two, he was this real in a lot of pain. I guess there's three options, or both. Because, like, he just looked, like, not himself in the last... All the above. Yeah. He could have just had an off night in in combination with that, too. It just didn't look like an off night, though. It just... He looked like he was, like, scared. It looked more than an off night. That's... I was trying to put the context clues together. It seemed like with him going out, like, what was it, during halftime or close to the second quarter, plus with just how tired and fatigued he looked. Yeah. Like, that's the most concerning thing coming out of this game. Like, without doubt. This was a rare game where, like, the bench actually showed up to play and the starters couldn't do their end of the deal to, like, seal it up. Like, we really couldn't ask for, for much more production from the bench guys, I feel like. But, yeah, like, the, there's a couple of times in the early half with Toby where he missed a handful of, of layups and shots that he's normally making. And, honestly, if Embiid makes that layup at the end of the game, like, there's a there's a chance that we win and we are having a totally different conversation He right never now. misses that thing. Like, yeah, kind of so. Well, I think, yeah. I, I think that's kind of proof of that he was kind of hurt this game because any other day, Embiid would just jump up and dunk that. It wouldn't even be yeah. a layup in that situation. I thought he was going to slam slam that through. Yes. Just slam it and be done with it. There was a lot it. of times where I thought you can't hold back there. And yeah. he just didn't. It would do. It, I mean, obviously, the narrative that like that everybody's talking about is just how Embiid had an off night. But like, honestly, the entire like Slay, Slay yeah. was saying, the entire starting roster just failed to show up in the second half. Nobody took yeah. over. Yeah, it's it's and clear. It's just tough when Embiid's not rolling because he really you know sets the pace for the team. I think so the only the only starter with a fourth quarter bucket was Furkan. So I mean that's how that's how it's just something. Yeah, that tells you I really something. I wasn't impressed with how I, how Furkan was playing. Maybe that was just a culmination of how everybody was playing. 
but I was hoping for maybe you know a bigger impact from Furcon in his first we were, real start. We were turning it over. I, I honestly, think, yeah. Well, yes, I think the both teams were playing super sloppy in the beginning. There's a lot of just yeah. Like, I mean, passes, weird turnovers, people for, dropping right. the ball. For, first quarter. First quarter, I mean, we got to remember, I think there was five minutes left and there was 12 points on each side. It was just bad basketball on both sides. And then we finally finally started to turn around. I think we went on a 14-2 and two run really in the last five minutes going into the second quarter. So things changed around for the Sixers where we're like and, – and that's what I told you guys in the, in the group chat. I was like, you know, we're, we're at 12-12 right now and I'm not feeling worried, like just based on what the Sixers have done yeah. the past couple of games. Like you didn't feel worried about that because you knew they would come out they would hit their shots. You know, Seth would get his, which he did. Um, not not looking great for Trey in that first quarter. I mean, he went 0 for 5 and 0 for 2 from three, you know, from his uh, free throw shots. Game. He wasn't having a great game. Like, that's the thing. And and that's both slow starts from each side. Um, shooting was terrible coming from the Hawks. They couldn't get a two-point shot off or any points in the paint to save their life. Um, nothing was going or dropping for anybody. But needless to say, first quarter... I wasn't worried. They came back, started to extend that lead in the second quarter, turned the tide of the game a little bit. Um, short-lived. But, but it was short-lived. And it's a fourth-quarter game, and we just didn't play it all the way through. I think what's disappointing was, for, I think for me, for like a large portion of the beginning of the game, like for the first half, I thought we were cooking, man. No, we well, well, yeah, I mean, after after that, like, five after, months, yeah. we kind of got into second gear and we took control for Dude, the rest I, of the half. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was going to be another Seth Curry 30-point game, the way he was playing in the first half. Yeah. He was dropping Toward, things from Exactly. Everywhere. Didn't matter Towards where Towards the end of that first quarter, he was yeah. dropping them. Um, I want to look at, I mean, his performance for the entire game, right? I mean, he went seven from ten, three from uh, six from three-pointers, so... He had a great game. I mean, the points numbers, it wasn't a 30-point game, but he was on a roll at that point. Um, you know, you wish you saw more from him. But I, I thought in the very beginning, Firk and Seth couldn't get any open looks for some reason. That, that's what the only thing I was, like, a little concerned about. Like, once – but, you know, things will, would get rolling as soon as they started getting those shots. But, well, and, and I they think did, that but. that goes to my point about, like, Embiid looking like he was off in the early part of the game. Like, if he's down low – where he usually was for most of the series, he's pulling those yeah. guys in and getting those guys the space they need to hit those shots. But he was like up at the top of the key a lot more often. I mean, he he does like he he'll typically he'll start down low and he'll pop up for screens. A lot of the times I noticed when they were coming up, bringing the ball up, he was just kind of chilling up there from the beginning. And in that situation, yeah. you kind of need Ben to drive. Yeah, and that just wasn't happening at nearly enough. Right and and yeah, I don't think I Ben stepped up his game. I we'll get into I I'll get into more of the details on my critique I mean, on Ben because it's stop. I think I have a lot more criticisms on Ben in this game compared to Embiid just because of Embiid's like health and injury concerns. So I thought Embiid uh, kicked ass on getting rebounds. Twenty one rebounds, is absolutely. 20, yeah, right on the number. Did have a couple big uh, ones towards the end too. So yeah, tail, like I said, tale of two different halves, right? We're coming out looking hot. It just felt this game just felt like we thought it had it. We thought as a team we had it wrapped up. All right, let's take it home and finish it in game five. You know, not thinking that the Hawks would come back, but the Hawks did everything they could. And and like I said, their shooters really came out and showed up when it mattered towards the second half of the game with the Gallinari's and the Bogdans of the world really showing up and Herders. You know, all of their shooters really wasn't. Again, it was another game where I think 
Trey had fraudulent points of, you know, he just puts up 25 points because he just sends a floater up, which turns into an assist from a dunk or just it just happens to go in the bucket. So he, I think more of the winners were the Hawks shooters than Trey was, to be honest with you. I will say he was – Trey was passing out of the double team, like, really well. And I don't yeah, I mean, like he, the guy. He had, like, 20 he assists? Was, he had 25, I think. The assists is – yeah. That's I mean, absolutely no, not. Not 25, sorry. Yeah. He had a lot of assists. 25 points, 18 assists. Yeah. But – Which is still crazy. He was, like, literally I, – yeah. I, there was a couple of times where so I just saw nuts. him just looping the ball around Joel – or looping the ball around Toby, like just like finding yeah. an open guy for a dunk. Like I think what was it? John Collins was just dunking on us every other freaking. Yeah, he had a stretch like. there, and I I forget if it was yep. the late uh, late third or early fourth where he like just put down like three monstrous dunks. Yeah, and honestly, dude, I didn't yeah. even feel like threatened in this game until we were. I think we were down, or no, we were up by like. We were up by four points, and it was like I think it was still in the fourth quarter. It was late in the fourth quarter, and I was still felt like we were gonna win the game. Yeah. And it was like one three that made it within one, and I was like, oh shit! Like I, there was no point when like even when they were coming back, making that run throughout the end of the third and then the start of the fourth, I was like, we're fine. We'll, we're gonna we're gonna bring it back. And then we just I seriously wasn't what? worried until that ball went off of Ben's hands and then Embiid missed that layup. Yeah, like I think that was when I really just... started worrying. Even before that, you could just notice, like, in the faces of the players when they were walking off. Yeah. And that one time yeah. stoppage, the Sixers looked the way the Hawks did at the end of Game 3 when they looked defeated. And the Hawks just looked, you know, like they were hungry. It was, and I didn't like that. It was night and yeah. night from the last there, there, Yeah. I think this was a game where you actually had some serious concerns for two reasons for me, right? I think, number one, Embiid injury status. That's the one thing that's probably the most troublesome in all of this is just, was it fatigue? Was it the actual injury? We don't know what it was that was really stopping Embiid from looking like Embiid. It's one thing if he has a 27-point game and eight assists, right? It's another when he has 17 and he looks the way he did coming out of the game. Two, I think exactly how Jackson said it. We looked like we were losing our energy. We felt defeated. And it looks like we were handing that right back to that energy and just kind of giving it to the Hawks, giving them that momentum. You know they're they're actually thinking of the phrase on their all their shirts now that believe that they can actually do this right. So that's the least thing. That's the one. It. That's the one thing that I I didn't want them to walk away with if they were to get a win. Like it's it's perfectly fine to go to Atlanta and walk away going one one at Atlanta, but for them to come to bring it back to Wells Fargo and kind of have this confidence now, that's the one thing that I didn't like from this game. It, we're in a kind of a must-win scenario now because I don't want us it, it is. to go back down one to Atlanta. Yeah, definitely not. We have to. Yeah. they're gonna all be in lemon lemon pepper wings, and, and they're I gonna mean, be <laughs> him, bringing them out, bring them out. Especially, I mean, j just with Joel being injured, you know, every extra game we have to play is just one unnecessary yep. game that he's got to play, and that's just like not something we really need to be. We were in right now. We were in. A type of golden scenario where it looked like we were going to win in five, and the Nets were going to go in a, in a deep series, and now yeah. we're just in, we just ruined that. By the way, we're right, no, we're right lockstep with that other series. Yep, it's horrible. And it was yep. like, and it was like, Embiid's got a meniscus tear, but it doesn't look like it. And yeah. now it's like the first game okay, where actually, well, you can tell that he is hurt. It actually shows. Yeah, I I I went to the movie Sunday, had my sour skittles on Sunday. I got a text Wait, from Britt saying you had too many apparently in, in, in the heights. In the heights, dude, it got me dancing. It was a great movie. Go out and see it. Definitely recommend. Um, not but, a paid, not a paid sponsorship. Not not sponsored by uh, 
by uh, yeah by in the heights but it was a good movie either way um and um like i said got the got the text from brits and he said Kyrie's hurt looks like it's going to game six six i'm like all right boys let's, let's just close up shop and let's uh let's get some rest time for Embiid. but it looks like again the sixers this playoff run roller coaster of emotions it doesn't seem like it could just go according to plan close it out quickly love to make you sweat I will they love say, to keep us on our toes. The only the good note I will say from this, if there's anything you can take from it that's good, is like we scored our lowest points we've scored in the entire playoffs, I think, so far in this game, I believe. And it's not like yes, the Hawks put up sure. a crazy amount of points on us. So it's like we pretty much played our worst possible game, I feel like, this this game. The, the Yeah, the thing that's promising, like you said, is we played probably our worst game. They played probably their I don't one think there'll, of be another, best there'll be games. another time in this playoffs where we only score 38 points in one half. You guys I'm, think uh, yeah. you guys think Danny Green changes this to a potential W more so? I think Danny Green does. I think he eliminates a lot of the offensive uh, you know, production that they had. I think that he probably would have scored similar amount to Furcon. I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I, they I lost think that, this game. Yeah. I don't think I think we lost this game by like on our own. Like I think that's the thing, though. Danny Green has, like, the most, like, overall, like, leadership and, like, championship, like, caliber. He knows what to do in these scenarios, and he could have kept them level-headed, you know? Yeah, yeah. Think yeah dude, you saw you saw Ben take that swing at early, even early, like, early in the oh, game, yeah. too. Yeah. I kind of like I that, actually. Is, uh, I mean, you know, he, he didn't have to, like, go in that hard. He, like, he I don't think he like tried to. Him. I think he actually didn't mean to hit it that Yeah, hard. I don't think it was anything close to Well, you, you saw after the play. It looked... It looked like a yeah. less severe version of what Jokic did, well, aside from like not getting the guy in the face. You saw after the play, like, like he kind of like dapped him up, and the guy dapped him back. He didn't know. Yeah, he, he which is definitely definitely no, saves him, and yeah. I don't think he meant. Yeah, yeah, he didn't mean to. He's not trying to hurt anyone or anything like that. But I did I like think, I did like the the foul though, like the instant foul because they were kind of getting on a run there. I mean, that's why and Joel was back down. in the day. That's just a good hard foul. Yeah, yeah he gets he gets the flagrant for it, but um. Yeah, I I agree. I think Danny Green brings a lot of those intangibles as far as leadership goes um, to really pump these guys up. So I think there's a lot he can bring there. Technically, though, we should have still won this game. We lost by three points. Ben only shot one shot in the whole entirety of the second half. So things like that can happen. When you are when you lose by three points, that could just be another couple of Ben dunks even um, that just, just wins us the game or even or if he gets throws. free throws and just gets one of the two. You know, obviously, free throws, we talk about Ben a lot, but um, you just you can't go out like that where you literally don't show up to even put up shots the second half of the game. So, yeah, I mean, and I think we all know what I have to but, say about Ben this game, so I'm not even going to say it. Well, well, we we got a lot to get into um, on Ben, and I think the next uh, the next slide will kind of break that down a little bit. So why don't we why don't we do yeah, that? Let's get into the individuals. Um, not yeah, individuals, but not the grades yet. So let's look at some starter shot charts. This kind of tells the story that we've been saying for the first you know ten minutes now. So Embiid, right, four from twenty. Just quick looking at this, he's clearly not himself. Um, all the the darker little circles you see here are the made shots that he made during the game. So only in the second quarter did he make any shots. Um, only three shots in the oh, five in the four, four four shots. Um, but you can see he's kind of more more in the three-point range this game than probably what he usually is. And I think that goes back to Flay's point of, you know, Joel, they're not triple-teaming. You just take it to the paint this game. And I think 
we get the win, even if he gets that last dunk or if he even just scores a couple more down in the paint. So I would almost rather have Toby so, take that last shot. I, I yeah. I was thinking well, Toby was gonna take it. That's what I thought. And then he just kind of dumped you it. You mean off. the you well, mean the wasn't. three setup or like the the draw? No, prior to that, when it beat Prior to that, okay. Because it was in Seth's hands to finish it. There were still two possessions worth of basketball when he did that. Well, the, the yep. six seconds left thing when we were down by three, that was like kind of like a hail mary. So. Yeah, but that was also like whatever Doc called definitely did not was not supposed to look like that. Like you could yeah, tell they did not, like, yeah. did not yeah. have that play set up correctly with that three point shot. Yeah, I think it, it looked like Shake almost took too much time bringing it up and just not enough time setting it up for Seth. Um, a lot of things that looked like didn't go according to plan, but. Obviously, you don't want a game like this from Embiid. I think this shows not just him having a bad game, him actually having a serious issue with the with the knee. So, not good. But Why even more because there's just such a lack of shots in the paint. Because I think this looks like a normal shot chart from him. Just if you took like, you know, five shots away from his normal like shot. Nah, like, I would say we would paint. see we would see a a definite slightly like larger percentage of uh, like shots down low. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he does usually take a few mid-range jumpers. I don't think four yeah. threes in a game is too crazy for him. You know, he does no, take threes. It's actually not. But it, it's not. I, just, and I think. I mean, yeah. I don't think twenty. Like, we'd have to like go back and see. But like, how many shots has he shot in the past games? Because I just think twenty is a low number of shots for him in general. Yeah, he, I mean, he's usually scoring like over a point per minute. You know. And and that's the thing is also the the field goal percentage too. He he just wasn't as make making his shots, and it looks like going from. The first, second to the third and fourth, he was like taking more of those threes, not as not going down low as much as he usually does. So I think I was trying to look for for that storyline a little bit. In addition to just these, are, look at all these missed shots. He didn't even make a shot in the third or the fourth. It's just that's just not an Embiid thing, especially you know in prime time. You know, need to lock down some shots for for our team. So, especially, I mean, eight free throws is a lot of free throws. But like he usually is taking way more than that. Yeah, he's usually in the twelve range. Like, and, like and, well, and that's because he's down low. That's where he exactly. gets a lot of his fouls. Exactly. You know? So that's what we need to. So even when Embiid can't do it, right? Whether it's injury or just having a bad night, who do you look to? And you you hope that Ben is doing something to pick up that slack. And this is the scarier, much well, scarier starter Toby, shot chart. Toby and Seth both got theirs. Seth got a little bit less than he had been getting, but seventeen points is still good. And the bench got the bench did decent. We didn't have anybody on the bench who like popped off. I know last week we were saying, yeah. or la- last episode we were saying, who's going to be like the Furkan or the, the Shake in this game? Yeah. Well, that being really said, if, if Furk came off the bench and scored ten, we'd be like, oh, that was a Furk night. You know, but he scored like, ten in like thirty minutes, which is like ah. Yeah, but he was a, exactly he was a starter. If he's doing that in in twelve yeah. or fifteen minutes, we're, you know, we're it should turn more into more points. Yeah. yeah. The scary the scary thing here is the attempted shots, like. I mean, I that's, mean a, ben, that's, a ben, that's a Ben chart, but the the lack of shooting in the fourth and the one shot in the third, like that's yeah. and that's what I'm pointing to. That, that I mean, we th- this is the same chart that he would have for the first and second uh, as any other night. Really, he just stays. You know, that's where he stays. But um, I mean, even if you just do the same thing you did in the first half, that's a W. You know, well, he can't exactly. You're gonna foul exactly. Him, he's gonna miss the foul shot. It's almost like well, sometimes he just the, loses focus. This and is where it's important to other people. Instead and of like you know it's just so taking it frustrating, and dude. Just we have a star shot. player that is just useless in the fourth quarter. It's so frustrating. Yeah, 
No, it's it's frustrating. I mean, clearly that last play came out because we needed a three to win, and obviously Ben's not going to shoot a three. So that's part of the reason why he came out. But to say that a max player has to come out because he can either be hacked or uh, just can't shoot, you know, even a mid-range shot, you know, that is kind of scary. Um, and I know, and, and and this is what kind of uh, scares me too, just thinking about if this guy could ever reach his full potential. He just stays in that under-the-basket range, and he just has no versatility right now. You hope to see more from that, but sorry, guys. I have to give him some slander tonight, give him some critique. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious if if Joel was not feeling himself and didn't want to go down low, why wasn't Ben rotating down low? Because that That's wasn't was happening thinking. either. I was thinking, like, yeah, why, take why, that why don't we have jo- Joel just kind of dishing it to Ben in the paint, you know? It honestly could just be a doc thing. He just wasn't running the offense that way. Do you think maybe that could be it? But then Why that's on Doc to not a, to make that adjustment, man. Because we've seen Ben can dominate down low if well, he wants to. A lot of times, I just didn't even see Ben there. He was kind of chilling off in the corner a lot of times. Yeah, yeah I, it was weird. This offense. I mean, even Embiid was bringing the ball up a handful of times, but it's like weird. Like there was one specific play where it really pissed me off about Ben, which is one I one I always talk about when he. It just he just got the ball in the in like right under the like basket, and then just had an option to like try to like lay it up, just make some kind of effort to shoot it, and he just fucking yeah. launched it back to the three point line. I'm just I just I hate when he does that. Again, yeah, just miss the shot, Ben. I'd be happier if you missed the did, shot and still did, took the shot. Did they did they make the shot though? They did not make the shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he didn't walk away with that was so yeah. I mean, obviously, if he makes just, a shot, just, I'll always just, forget him. But I'm just check. I'm just checking you there. <laughs> Did not make give the me, shot. Just give me a heat check. And that and that's the thing. Like I don't think Ben. This is what kind of pisses me off as well. I don't think he has that leadership mentality to be able to just be aggressive at the time well, that yeah, he needs the, to be. Not other like than killer just, instinct. I don't think he, yet he has it. I think he could develop it. I, I hope he does because he's shown us that aggression. But really, when the media talks about him and he comes back the next game and, and goes off, not as I, much I, in the time that you need it. Said, yeah, you shouldn't need the media to trash talk you to get to get hyped up. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Sports radio start talking bad about Ben so we can I've, get the Ben that we want to see. I've said it multiple they, times. They've been doing it a lot. They, I know. I know. Yeah. He doesn't even need to like change that much for me at least. Honestly, just be able to hit the foul shots at least. Like you will at least need to be able to hit the foul shots because then you'll, I, otherwise you're literally useless. Unfortunately, that's say, just not something he can just like flip a switch and just be a guy. Not now. But not he's now. literally missing yeah. all of them now, Jackson. I know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like at least be sixty percent, or whatever just, he was yeah. in the regular season. We would have won the game. Playoffs got to his head. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fair. He's just not hitting anything. Obviously, it's, that's it's, like it's you know, that's that's after the fact, and maybe the game goes differently if he makes them. But whatever. Exactly. But like you know, but still, like you have to. He's, I mean, he's, he's the most. It's he's the, the most unstoppable in the transition offense. You know, yeah. like when he's when he's yeah. running the fast break. And it's tough when they're just bombing us for the for two quarters to even get like the transition game going. You gotta yeah. get stops. Yeah. yeah. And Our and the other defense wasn't that good last night. Well, that's what, what I think. I think Danny Green plays a big part in our transition defense. He's so Taking like he's such right a pest guy. on defense. Yeah. Yeah. He I, he is. He is a pest. I I gotta agree with you there. Um. Yeah. The other the other biggest thing, right? Twelve turnovers. I think. I don't know. I mean, at least over the course of the entire game, but. You just can't have that. I mean, just I we had like one, four in the like or, or like, you, like even five if, minute period. It was crazy. 
again, those are things that even if we cut out three or four of those turnovers, you know, they can turn into points and then, you know, we're looking a lot more comfortable right now. But yeah, it was an ugly night. All right, ugly night. Um, but I'm still feeling confident for the series, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, I was that's not, get that into that. It's not, it's not to say that you know I don't think we can still do what we do. Um, biggest concern is um, Embiid there, but um, still want to give credit where it's due for guys like Harris who are still being consistent, getting his 17 points. Uh, I'm okay with that, and and his shot chart just kind of shows how versatile Tobias Harris is. Harris is he can do it pretty much from anywhere. Had some of those three point shots as well. Yeah. Um, you know, miss a, him taking a couple more of shots. Shorts. You you yeah. want him taking more shots because he can make the shots. He has the high field goal percentage. He, you know, and he can shoot it from multiple areas of the court. So, Toby just want to give credit to Toby. Um, it really seems you know, like they just kind of locked us down in that second half, man. Yeah. We just couldn't get it going ourselves either. A I, lot of it was no. like we were definitely like rushing at some points, or just like jacking up like the easy three instead of running like an offensive like play you know like well joel was doing that but it, it seemed like for like the rest of the guys like they just could not get an open shot everything was well, super and contested you, yeah. you notice you noticed when we started doing it it was very obvious because we started taking the lead and like guys were making the extra pass or get, taking the extra second to pump fake and, and or get an extra look out you know that just those little things that are different when if you're just like you know rushing it to the half court tossing it to the to the you know the corner and yeah. jacking up a three. Then you yeah. then it's not in rhythm. Yeah, there was there yeah. was no rhythm in the, at the end of the game for sure. I remember. Yeah, I remember at one point there was like, I think we just made like three passes like all behind the three point line and the, the shot clock basically expired and we just threw one up and that was our possession and I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we <laughs> even beat the shot clock, which oh. is pretty embarrassing. Yeah. It was reminiscent of uh, some old school, like well, uh, just like even like back in like 2017, where that's we what, did yeah. instance like, the Brett was, Brown offense. It where, just looked like literally yeah, Brett Brown. I was Brown just going to say that Brett Brown basically comparison. like one v one basketball. If you can't beat your man in five seconds, dish it off to someone else and let him try to do it, and just, just hope someone shot. beats someone. Like well, that's what I felt like. Terrible. I felt like Brett Brown's offense was just all five people stand on the arc and just pass it in a circle until somebody takes it in. Dude, and it just, that... it's never going to work. And that's exactly what we're doing. It's just, it, yeah, it, it's there's just no screen, there's no off the ball screens, no backdoor cuts, like no movement whatsoever. I was which, thinking which, that yeah. like mid game, like I was going to say, yep, like, this I is was, what Flay yep. talks about all the time when, what about yep. the old team. <laughs> Between Jackson and Flay. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely, completely agree. And that's another thing that I, I feel Only like I need to rely half, on though. Only in the second in half. In the second yeah. half. That's why I need to rely on Ben, right? Like I don't if you're not taking the shots in the second half, at least dish it out or at least take it down low aggressively to create some open shots if and B can't do it. So like I, I just didn't know what happened with our team where it was just we couldn't even create shots for ourselves. Who? And B. And B. MVP, MVP. I know, Joel, I know. Joel I said MB. that weird. I was hoping you guys wouldn't catch that. Of course you did. How, uh, how tall is Joel MB? Joel MB. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, inside jokes. We'll have to, Reddit, we'll Reddit we'll have to bring that up for the Reddit audience. Reddit post We were yeah, googling we Embiid's height, and uh, <laughs> one of the suggested searches was how tall was Joel <laughs> capital M capital B Joel MB. Listen, when you I talk like a lot, you, you slur your better. words around. Joel Joe, Joe B. Joel Joe B. B. You guys didn't even get a second to appreciate the animation. So, like I said, super oh pixelated. God, is that me? But this is Brits <laughs> trying to flex on Facebook uh, with a beer in his hand. Don't drop that beer, Brits. Um, 
Yeah, but listen, Doc's not putting you in. You're not going to be our saving grace going into Game Five, all right? Sorry about that. <laughs> um, We've seen Brent's ball. He's actually he's got some he's got some muscle on him there. Uh, keep the gains going. Um, team grade C, maybe. Man, knowing the second half happened in my life, I think I might turn it down to a D. It's just pitiful. Um, I think we wanted more from Cork Maz. You know, knowing that he's a starter, he gave you his normal ten, but that was you know kind of like his bench ten that he would normally give you. Um, you got to give us a lot more. Embiid didn't look himself. Tobias and Seth, probably the only guys, you know, doing normal things. But I need a leader to step up in that second half to kind of take control of the game and let the Hawks know, hey, you're not going to stop us. You're not going to, you know, take the momentum from us. Um, and I just felt like I didn't get that from any specific guy. But Brits, you have some faith that, you know, it's not it's not all over. Pick your heads up and uh, we can no, still do what we normally do. So what grades do you got for these guys? Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess if we take out the injury factor for Joel, like, or if he was injured, it's probably. I mean, you gotta just grade him as as he is, as he played. Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, it's gotta be like a D. (laughs) Like that's just that was pitiful. Even though he had 17 points, like that second half was like literally hard to watch, especially as the MVP caliber player that he is. It's maybe maybe the worst game I've seen yeah. play all year. <laughs> yeah, that looked like Chick Fil A, Joel. Getting then, tired. Well, he, he also seemed like he was broken. He was like yelling at the refs and everything. Yeah, he was angry. Just, he was like out of his own head. Yeah, he's blaming it on not getting his foul shots. I feel like he, that was the big talking point today. Was he was making excuses for the way the game went, Joel? I think it, I, there's just something wrong with you. Just we just hope it's not anything serious. Like at the end of the day. Um, as far as the rest, Toby, I'd probably give maybe like a C plus because once again, like you gotta play the full game. Like he played well yeah. in the first half, but just didn't show up in the second half like everybody else. Ben, probably like I'm going between a D and a C minus, but. I mean, he did. He was a little bit more aggressive in the first half, so I guess I'll give him a C minus. Uh, Seth, probably like a C plus, just because he had 17 points. That's pretty good for him. Like it's a little, like obviously he's had more this series, but once again, not showing up in the second half. Uh, Ferk, we need a little bit more out of him. I mean, 10 points isn't bad for him, so. I guess you give him a C, middle of the pack. Ten points is just like you don't no. can't expect him to get twenty, I guess. But he did play twenty five minutes, and that's you like almost twice as much as he usually does. So I guess yeah, C, middle of the pack, and then yeah, I was I think that's a good SC minus average for the team that you had there. Yeah, Flay, what you got? Grades for us? Yeah, I'm gonna go with a C for Embiid. Uh, you know, he had some definite key moments where he made some key plays, but again, definitely was playing a little hurt. Seemed to be kind of out of, of his element today. Not the, the typical MB performance. So give him a C. Hope he's all right and hope he can kind of, you know, turn it around. Toby, I'm going to stick with a B for him. Solid, solid game. Um, you know, not really much to say other than, you know, I'd say it's a, a very average Tobias Harris performance, you know, not amazing, not terrible, just average Toby. Okay. 
Ben, I'll go with a uh, C. Um, pretty solid stat-wise, but again, kind of just disappeared at key points in the game. And for who he is and what he is supposed to be, can't be having that happen. Seth, giving him a, a B. Solid, solid Seth game. Um, kind of wish that he maybe took over a bit more, especially with Danny Green out, maybe kind of like put it in his mind that he is like a veteran on his team and he kind of has the ability to to be that leader on the court. Um, so, you know, if Seth, if you listen to the podcast, I know Kapuya was talking up your wife the other week. <laughs> well, so, she was in the next box over. All right. I wasn't talking her up. Seth, you got a really cute kid. She's really cute. Um, keep doing what you're doing in the playoffs. But no, I was not talking up your wife, just to yeah. be entirely clear. I mean, yeah, you got leader potential. So, you know, don't be afraid to take the reins and, you know, tell the boys where they need to be. You know, give it to them. I kind of just knocked everybody down a notch just because of how everybody played so bad in the second half. Like, the points I think they this... have are not that bad. It's yeah, just like, really, everyone, dis- everyone disappeared. I just knocked everybody down they, a notch just because of the second half. They just literally disappeared. But go ahead, Jackson. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's tough well, to really know, grade everybody in this. But, but cool. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got we got off pace. Ferk, Ferk gets a B because Last I think one. I think Ferk gave us a standard performance, even though he played a few more minutes. Yeah. So you can't you can't blame him, especially with the whole team. He like relies on the team. Oh, got some beer hiccups. Got something coming up there, play Ooh. some some sour skittles, bro. <laughs> nah, dude. Brits, you can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. And we'll take a short break. All right, we're back. Ferk, Ferk, I'll give him a B. You know, pretty solid Ferk performance. Uh, could ask for a little bit more with some more minutes, but when the whole team's playing bad like that, you know, what do you what do you really expect? He's not going to, you know, pull. He did a – there was a couple times where he did a little bit more than he should have, but, you know, that's typical Ferk. And from the bench, I actually give the bench a B. Okay. Uh, Dwight Howard played well. really – Dwight Howard had a really good game for Dwight he Howard. Did. He he was killing it. Um, Matisse played some really solid defense, and he he had a chance to hit some more threes. That's something he's got to get a little better at to make himself just an overall like all star caliber player. Like if Matisse gets a solid like thirty six, thirty seven percent three point shot, like he'll be an all star, dude. Dwight had a um, couple yeah. key rebounds too. Yeah, no, Dwight like was killing it. Ones. Dwight was the standout bench player of the game for sure. Shake average game, C for him. Um, George Hill, he played good defense, but I would expect a little bit more offense from him, only two points. So, yeah, he's just not turning into the guy that I think we wanted him to be, which is kind of sad right now. Maybe no, it's, I don't but, think we resign him. I think he's a one and done kind of kind like of figured out what he is and get a get a vet to help you got to just kind of like be a, a minutes man for the the backups. I think it's kind of tough with George Hill because he's just coming off of that. You know, thumb surgery, so he's not fully healthy. He's had the least amount of time to play with the rest of the team. Like everybody else has been playing together, they're in rhythm together. It's kind of tough to just like play like five or like I guess like like ten games with the team and then immediately jump in yeah. and be like the man on the second unit. I don't know. I think the grades in this it's kind of tough to give because the whole game was thrown off with Embiid's injury. I think the team was sort of playing the same way that they would play if Embiid wasn't injured this game and that kind of damaged everybody because when you're relying on Embiid to take, you know, all the pressure and leave space for the other players and you're playing like that's going to happen. I think everybody else is just going to shoot worse because it's just, you know, he's, we're playing like he's not healthy, like he's healthy, but he's not healthy. But he, yeah. 
No, I, I think, I th yeah, good. Yeah, and so I think, like, Embiid was, like, really, like, a C game. He had hella rebounds. Like, that's so many rebounds to have. And 17 points for being injured is, like, you know, very respectable. But they kind of broke him at the end of the game, like I was saying earlier. I think he was mentally out of it, and, like, not getting the foul calls really damaged his mental. He just wasn't there fully. He wasn't prepared to win the game, which, at this point in his career, you'd hope he would be, you know? Yeah. Especially because, like, after the Raptors series, yeah. he he had the chance. Like, there was that whole stretch of minutes where we could have scored, and we didn't, and then Kawhi hit the shot, and we lost. And you'd hope that he would have brought something from that to this playoff series yes. and be able to close out the games. So a little disappointing, but you know he's injured, so you gotta cut him some slack. I'll give him a C. I think Toby B plus. He gave you his twenty. You can't stop him from getting twenty at this point. Uh, Seth Curry B plus again. I think he played well. He was bombing in the first in the first half. Second half, I think was Embiid issues. You know, taking away spacing and kind of hurt his ability to score points. I think the same thing happened with Ferk. I didn't really like Ferk's defense as much as I did last game. And I think I was rebounds. really scared when he was on Trey at the end of the game, but he played yeah. actually good yeah. defense that one particular time. For that I one was happily surprised there. There's a couple mismatches I, where I was like, whoa. This, yeah, this, this was, doesn't add up. I think two rebounds and one assist, though, is kind of kind of sus. I wish he would, you know, provide a little more in those areas. I think Ben, I'm going to give Ben a B plus, honestly. I don't think he did as bad as you guys did. I think in the second half, you know, he probably should have scored more points, but I think when the lanes are clogged because of the situation with Embiid, it's kind of harder to do that. He's still got nine assists with no turnovers. He got 12 rebounds and he scored 11 points, which is like normal Ben game. I think if, you know, the offense was operating how it should be in the second half, which I don't think was necessarily his fault as much as it was Embiid's fault, that he would have scored more points because of that. I think he did what he could for most of the game. He definitely could have had a better second half. I think the bench was okay. I don't think they were great. I think you guys thought the bench was better than I did than I did. I, I agree with that, actually. They I didn't think score they played, like better than the starters. <laughs> they played well, but well, nobody really popped off to like to the point where like second, I kind second, of expected yep. them to I just yep. think they played a, a a very good bench game where like It was like a B B minus game, I thought. It, it was I uh, I did good. I, I would go as far as to B minus because I was because what you think almost twenty more points from Embiid on average, typically. They, like, yeah, they had like a decent well, game, but right. nothing spectacular. Nobody really was like the all-star bench player that game. Like yeah. Batiste didn't have like some crazy defensive performance. Shake didn't go off. Like you know, Dwight got his points and his rebounds, but he didn't get like as many points and rebounds as he sometimes gets. Like sometimes he'll go off and he'll get more you know points than minutes he was out there with like ten rebounds too. I, I say yeah, but he was also out there more because of being being hurt. Feeling hurt. Yeah. I'd say aside so that's from, little, his minutes are skewed. Sorry, Briz. Very good. Aside from Dwight, I think Shake actually had probably the best bench game. Uh, he hit a couple of nice threes. I thought he was kind of he was, was kind of doing his thing once he got in there for uh, in the third quarter. I think it was. And uh, I mean, obviously in the fourth quarter we kind of had to take him out because. We were fucking about to lose. You had to. <laughs> Just bench-wise, though, like seven points, three points, five points, eight yeah. points, two points. Nobody even in double, in double, like digits. Right. So I, well, I, that's because I, I think that's because we like in, when it came to crunch time, we had to like kind of put the starters back in. Yeah. And that and that's fair, but I, so I kind of want to expand on everything you yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, said, Dwight, I, ten rebounds, seven I, points in twelve minutes is kind of crazy. 
Yeah, he did a good job. So, see, he's probably the leader as far as the bench goes. I would say, I'm, as far as grades, somewhere in the middle between um, Jackson and, and Brits, and maybe more aligned with Flay a little bit. Um, to kind of expand on what Jackson said with Ben, um, I would give him, you know, Jackson gave him the B plus. I would give him a C just based on Crazy his second game, half and and what he wasn't able to do and going from the first half to the second half. Yes, he had, you know, the nine assists, 11 points, and 12 rebounds at the end of the game. But Jackson, you got to remember, going into the half, he had seven assists, eight points, and 11 rebounds. So I texted you guys halfway through, and I was like, easy triple-double for Ben because he just needs two more points and I think uh, three more assists. He wasn't able to get that. So he wasn't able to finish with – he wasn't able to get three more assists and two more – well, he got he got the points, but he wasn't able to get three more assists um, by the end of the game in the whole second half. So again, Ben, you didn't take the shots, but you also didn't get the assists that you normally would need to get. Um, if he if he got the fifteen assists like he did in the one game against the Wizards, you know that might be another story. But I got to give Ben a C again for just probably not getting the spacing for shooters, not shooting the actual shots, and then also just not getting the assists to to get him to the triple double status. I think I think I'm just trying to hype him up a little bit. You guys are playing bad cop. I'm playing good cop. You know, we, I gotta show. I I, I know, but you I, can't. When when does it end? Where we gotta stop babying this guy, dude. You gotta. You guys, just, you guys can stop. I'll keep babying him. Though. Take him off. Take Ben I off feel the like bottle. I'm the, the best Ben fan. Hashtag take like, Ben off like the I'm bottle. We gotta critique my, him, man. I feel like I'm looking at myself from last year with Carson Wentz. <laughs> He's Brits is looking at himself in the mirror right now. From I acknowledge his flaws. He's still good though. He's not as bad as Carson. Yeah, no, Carson, Carson Wentz. He's not as bad as Carson. He's not as bad as Carson. All right. Well, Let's I mean, see. Ben took one shot in the fourth quarter, like or in the first, the right, second yeah, half. Yeah, he didn't and Embiid like, took turnovers. two, dude. Like, and this yeah, is, and I, gave, this is where, I gave I gave Embiid a D. This yeah. is where Brits builds the narrative. Here we go. I am. If anything, Carson I am Wentz, fair. Carson Wentz go work. Go work if for the haters. Like if George Hill was starting stations. our team, All right, you guys let, can't let, tell me you're happy. With bring it in. Tonight, bring it in. We're bring not happy. In. Well, Jackson gave back. a freaking B plus. <laughs> All right, bring it. Bring it back. Bring it back. Right, let me finish. Game. Let me finish my grades. Um, Harris a B, and you know, just because he's given you that consistency that he's given you the entire playoffs, so I got to give him credit where it's due. Same thing for Seth. A B for him as well. Just getting 17 points, which is you know, um, kind of what we expected him at, and he's been above that as of late in the playoffs. Joel, a C, um, just based on what we know he could do, but the injury brought him down and, and just clearly kind of took his head out of the game. Um, Cork, I give a B as well. I know it was only 10 points and he had more minutes this game, but I'm still happy that he was able to at least give 10 points, and I think he should have got that spacing back with either Ben or Joel taking it down low, but he just, he just didn't. Um, so this is probably the first game, guys, where I don't have at least one A for anybody on this team. And then I would go, like I said, I would go as far as to giving a C to the bench um, just because I don't think there was any spark that we'd normally get. Like normally it's Shake or Maxi or Thibel that gives us something that could actually win us the game when the starters aren't doing it for us. I know it was Shake, I think, in, in game two, giving us 14 points. Furkan stepped it up in game three. Um, usually you have Maxi come out of nowhere one game and kind of go off and just change the pace of the game as well. So even though Dwight, you know, had a very good game just with between rebounds and, and shots and stuff like that, there was just no spark that could have actually won you this game when the starters weren't quite there. So I'll give the bench a C grade for this one. Yeah, I mean, I I just think the bench didn't have a chance to do it as good as they usually do. But again, 
the starter should win the game. You shouldn't yeah. have to rely on your bench exactly. to do something like that anyway. So, all right, that closes out grades. Let's finish up with some game five pregame. Trey flying home to Wells Fargo playing against us on Wednesday tomorrow. Um, is, is Trey dreaming had, about his uh, had, chances of winning the series, actually? Yeah, no, I, I think I had to change the language <laughs> up a little bit. So two more games before Trey's sleeping with the fishes. But um, – but yeah, teach them how to snuggie. Uh, we're we're we still gotta we're still gonna wrap this up, guys. We're not we're not gonna lose to the Hawks. I still have a ton of confidence. Like I said, I'm worried about Joel, but that doesn't mean you know we can't do what we normally do in shooting you know our three point shots and having a good field goal percentage. So, um, Hawks, you may have confidence. Um, let me let me just read real quick a Clint Capella quote. Whenever you wear him out, everything becomes tougher for him. When the fatigue comes in, it's a different ball game. Clint Capella, shut up, dude. Who, who, who even are you? Okay, Joel had one bad game, and he, yeah, he's hurt. But even on a hurt knee, he plays a better game than you. Even so, on a uh, hurt knee, do you guys remember I texted you? Came out, he gave him a three, three big bumps. Yeah, and went from like the three point line to the to the lane. It's like, yeah, and then it's crazy how much something changed, like everything changed in one game, like in the same game. So although it's a, it's a problem that the Hawks have faith in, in themselves, um, it's just it doesn't make a difference. We're going to win this series, whether it's in uh, – whether hopefully, I just hope it's in six. Um, I don't want it to get in seven, get to seven. But, you know, we'll win the series still as far as my prediction. I think maybe the Migos took out uh, Joel Embiid partying all night just to get him tired for this game. Some people were and saying that, actually, like they were, they were partying or something. Clint Capella is, should be wary to meet and beat when he's on eight hours rest. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's sleeping right now. Oh wait, yeah, up. right, Joel, away from the baby, away from the wife. Migos hit yeah. him up. Yeah, he's partying. You know those Migos fans are Hawks fans, right? Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so uh, kind of what we did last time, right, guys? So w- number one, what's the strategy to win this one? And then two, we'll get into actual predictions. Who's going to be the star of the game? But uh, what do we need to do to win? Well, I, I want to bring up. I want to bring up a point. Um, last game, obviously, Furkan was the fifth man in the starting rotation. Do you guys think we should keep Furkan? Or do you think maybe we should switch it to Thibault to get the uh, you know, transition game rolling? I think that the starting lineup is definitely going to be the most important aspect to how this game ends up. Because I think the way that we start and like the combination that we play that is like the starters when we put them out there as a combined five is going to be the you know, the most impactful are the ones that we need to have the most impact. So I think, honestly, we start one of two ways, dude. I think we honestly, we play Ben at the five. And this is assuming that Joel, because he looked bad last game, I think. And I, he looked kind of like hurt. I don't know if he's going to be able to play a full game now. Like, that, do you, what do you guys think now? I'm, I'm a little worried about it. And that's play. probably what I'm worried about the most. Is... I think they're 100% going to roll the dice and just hope he can play the full game. But then you, it's like almost like not planning minutes, for so the it's... future either because, like, I think if we planned around Ben being the five, we could beat the Bucks. The, the trouble comes when Embiid comes, like, starts to play. The Bucks or, wait, wait, who are you talking or, about? I'm sorry, <laughs> not the Bucks. Yeah, the Hawks. Hawks really? I'm sorry. Yeah, get my animals mixed up and making – False predictions about the other series at the same oh time. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, like I think that we've seen when Ben starts at the five, like we can still beat the Hawks. 
You know, yeah. like it's when we don't plan on Embiid being out or being or playing bad, and he like comes out bad that like we kind of get screwed over. I mean, realistically, I think if Embiid was out and we played, like you said, sort of like a Bucks style lineup where, you know, uh, Simmons sort of just takes the ball, he bangs down low, gets aggressive, scores if he can, and or just shoots it out to like a three point, uh, somebody on the three point line to shoot a three. That we could beat the Hawks that way. You're saying we should just plan on like not really having a beat and just roll with that. I think, like, I think that we should. And I'm guessing this is like on the assumption that Embiid is like kind of rough right now and, and needs some extra rest coming up from these next games. You know, like I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I, and I think Jackson had a great point earlier. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I kind of like the it's, things behind it. It's worse to right? it's worse to game plan or play a game, you know, expecting Joel to be full health and then him not being versus just going to a full game knowing that you won't have him. So I think I said that, not Jackson. Jackson also said it, but he he copied uh, me. We yeah, know how we know what he does with those. He does. He, he is a he is a burglar. He does steal takes. Um, he's still in pod prison, I think. So I don't even know why we're letting you talk. Actually. <laughs> We had to figure but, out how to get bars over the screen. I think I think you need to get um some transition points back, fast break points, because we had a lot of those, I think, in game three. Um, and I think you need to get back there. And I think Thibel does that. At least brings you that attitude, you know, where it's like you can you can get those fast break points and then you can also just change the pace of the game where it's gonna be at home. You're gonna have fifteen thousand Sixers fans there that are really gonna hype up these players. I think it's gonna make a huge difference. You know, when you get thigh, will make getting those steals or blocks or from behind the behind the back, you know, blocks. Um, it's just going to change the momentum of the game. And I think it's really going to hype up guys like Embiid if he is playing Ben, give him some more confidence. Um, I think that's what they need going into this game. Well, I agree with you. I think Thibel, uh more so than Quirk Maz, is sort of like a Danny Green type player, where he's like a beast on the uh, defensive end. You know, obviously. I'm not t- saying anything new. We all know Thibel is like a generational talent on defense. But I think he just plays more of that Danny Green style where he right. can get that transition game going. I think the only thing that you have to be wary about in that situation is him getting too many personal fouls and sort of like filing out of the game or being in foul trouble too early on. Because right. I think when he plays on the, on, on the bench, that's not really as much of a problem. And you can just put him in in the fourth quarter, third quarter, and go on a defensive run at, where like – if you play him for the full game and he gets in foul trouble, you might not even have that card up your sleeve. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good point because that's kind of one reason why I went like against what I first thought was start Thibel last game, and then I kind of like agreed with you guys and said we should maybe put Kirk in, save Thibel for later in the game so we can get us on a defensive run and like in the third and fourth quarter. So I don't, I'm not really sure what we should do with with this starting lineup. I kind of like what Flay was saying. I think it's actually a good. A good point, and then just kind of like put Joel in when we when we can. Maybe put him for 20, 25 minutes. Imagine Only if you force Capella. Well, no, imagine no, if I you mean, force like... Capella to match up with Ben, and then like Embiid comes on and just plays against like the the sub. Well, yeah. So I mean, like I mean, I don't know uh, how that would work out, co- but like, like yeah, 20, yeah. 20, I mean, who knows minutes, the I mean? respond, but. Yeah, because oh. you got to think it's going to be a close game. Like without, if we were to play without Embiid in there and just get getting limited minutes. Like it's going to be a lot closer than some of those, you know, blowout games. So I, I think we could still heavily beat the Hawks even without Embiid, as long as we ran our offense 
like the correct way around Ben. I think it's I I think it could pay off, but I think it's risky because Embiid could be healthy and he could win the game for us if we go with you know not planning around him and he doesn't play and we lose then we're kind of in like a doomsday scenario. Well, I'm not saying you don't play him. I'm just saying like he almost like comes off the bench or is available on the bench. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd say just play him for like 25 minutes or something like that. Like, yeah, maximum. I mean, realistically, if Embiid's playing, he's starting. But if we're like, losing, then no so, so yeah, let me in, paint this. You know? Let me paint this scenario then. So if I think it's, we're gonna if win. It's a, is what I'm saying. Trying to get he, out of here. We, do we put him 25 minutes in the game regardless of what the score is, or if it's a close game, do you put him into those crunch time minutes? Absolutely, put him in the crunch time minutes. Yeah, he's he's crunch gonna, time yeah. But I, what, I'm say, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at is I think we're going to win this game, and I don't think it's going to be too much of a problem, even with Embiid like, on reserve minutes. If I'm, Doc, if I'm Doc Rivers, I'm making it a point to everyone else besides Embiid. Like, to step it up. Like, you know. take, this, like, take this game in the reins, make it so that we only have to play him 25 minutes. It's kind of interesting that we – remember, like, I think last game we kind of all agreed on the consensus that Doc was doing the right thing and like keep this game plan the same, and it was up to the Hawks to kind of to, like to change their to scheme. Change their scheme, yep. and, they did, and they really did. And they, they did. did it work. No, and they, they, came, did. they came out. That that's what makes but, me think that maybe we should put in Thibault because I think they added more offense to their starting lineup, and maybe we need to counter that with more defense. Well, and I think part of the reason that we you're supposed to play Ferk in the starting lineup is to get space down low, and vice versa. And if Embiid isn't going down low early on in the game, then it kind of just is like negates the fact of Ferg being in in the first place. Tough call. I, I, just, I just think even without Embiid, we should still get those shots off that we were getting off before. And I, like, I would like to think that the Hawks just need to keep up with us, that we don't need to change as much as they need to change for us. But maybe you're right. Maybe we do need to add a little bit more defense to this just to, you know, this change is, it up a bit. This is going to be a lot on Ben, by the way. Like, I think it's going to be a lot on Ben to like if they, if Joel's out, he's got to dominate while Joel's out, because they like that's all these people say like it's hard for Ben to do what he does when Joel's in because they kind of takes up that that space, but like if Joel's out, Ben's gonna he's got to slice and dice and actually put up some points or make some good plays. Yeah, no, I mean somebody does because I I like I don't expect Tobias to be like a leader in that regard. I just expect him to do his job, like get yeah, the twenty he points. Does. And Seth, do your job, and Furcon, like help out and support, do your job. But I need some guy, some one of these guys to step up as a leader of the team. That should be Ben. I you know, going to be a lot on this game. That's lifting up the fans and doing what Joel does on a regular basis. So. I think we need another thirty-point performance from Seth. Just, just give the ball Jackson. to Seth and give the ball great. to Toby and let them go to work. Right, because what's more likely, a thirty-point Seth game or a twenty-five-point Ben game? I mean, Ben can easily get 25. Can he, though? I would love to see <laughs> him get at 25. Can he? Just looking at the past couple games? He, could, he obviously can get 25. But... Jackson, he that can. is the face of conviction if I've ever seen it. <laughs> I just feel like you guys are like asking him to get 25 points when the offense is not designed for him to get 25 points. I'm, I'm saying if, right now. Fine. I mean, I, I don't. 15 assists. I think if we if we change the offense a little bit to where we want him to score that many points, then yeah, I think he can definitely do it. I'm saying that might be the key to this next game. I mean, I'd like to see it. You love this. You love to see it. All right, let's. All right, so predictions here. 
let's let's get some predictions. So any uh, what do you got, Brits? Who's the star of this game? I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say. Join the dark side, Brits. I want to say Ben Hill. has a good game. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. He's going to have 20-plus points. He's going to have a, a great defensive game like he always does. Maybe like... You know what? Oh, fuck it. I'm calling it. Ben, 20-point triple-double. Yeah, buddy. I love so, it. So an actual triple-double. And I think... Not Seth. I think Toby has a, a also a really good game. I think he's going to have a lot of, a lot of points. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good I to think, me. I think Ben's also going to have a good... I'll go double-double. I don't know if he's going to get a triple-double. I would love for him to get a triple-double. At least a double-double, though. Uh, definitely heavy points. Probably like 16 to 20, which I'd be totally fine with. Uh, lockdown defense. Probably gets like two steals, maybe a block or two. That'd be nice. Uh, I think we see a big defensive performance from uh, Matisse. Uh, I definitely would like to see that. Um, and I think that, again, I would love to see Dwight Howard come off the bench as, as a center and just, like, take over that spot, especially when uh, you don't need Joel out there if you can afford to not have him out there. Yeah. No, I, I expect a good game from – I think it's going to be a repeat from Game 5 from the Wizards series. You got Seth popping off. You got Tobias doing good things, and I think you got the crowd hyping up Ben. I think he at least, at a min- minimum, gets a, a triple double. Um, just knowing that Embiid might be hurt, he's going to get those rebounds. Hopefully, he dishes out those assists so that Tobias and Seth, you know, gets the get those shots off. Um, and then maybe even a sprinkle of Maxi in here. I'm going to go with him. Good, solid. You know, ten points from the bench. That's all I need from you, and create a little bit of a spark. That's all I want. In front of the home fans, it's likely. In front of the home fans, could happen. I was thinking in the same vein, man. I think we had the. I think we had the Corkmaz game. I think we had the Shake game, shake. and I think this might be the Maxi game. I think we've been waiting for it, and we're gonna get it. I like that. Turn it up to the max. Love to see it. All right, guys. Anything else, Sixers? You want to cover? We're uh, we're about wrapped up for this one. Come on, Ben. Yeah. Let's go, boys. Ben. Let's go. We're bringing it home. Yeah. That's that's the mantra. Wanted, Come on, Ben. We want to see your guys' pot, or your guys' series predictions in the comments. Let us know what you yeah. guys think. The let let are us know do if you're worried. Five. Let us know if you're worried or not. Yeah, are you yeah, worried? So, I'm kind of worried. Well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not like worried yet. We're going to win this game. Drop drop them in the comments, right? It's like, what are your biggest concerns coming out of Game Four, going into Game Five? Um, is there a star that you think is really going to turn things around for us? Is Embiid actually going to play this game? What's your strategy on his health concerns? So any comments, predictions that you want to give for us, just drop them right under the video. Um, and yeah, and then we'll talk about it next time for sure. I want to see Embiid bang down low with the bigs, boy. <laughs> and not, Jackson not just had, hard, to, had to get hard. his last minute alliteration <laughs> in there. Bang and we're coming, we're coming to a land, my friends. So thank you guys for hanging with us. This is episode seven. We'll be dropping episode eight next week. But we're, uh, we're dropping them like it's hot. Um, Anything else you guys want to say before we land this bad boy? Uh, I think next episode will probably be a two-game episode. Be a little two bit game longer. Episode, and so. either we're going to be cheering or crying. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to be, be game seven. 
We'll be cheering or we'll be very worried because if it's yeah. game seven, I'm worried. If it's, yeah. if, it's game, if it's game seven, we could be retiring the pod for a little bit because we won't <laughs> have much to talk about. It uh, doesn't seem like a lot of Eagles news going on right now. And as you know, we do not talk Phillies. We, we're Flyers. We lose so. series, That's the pod, we're not, the don't, don't, don't listen to Caputi. We're not stopping the pod. Rest assured. Uh, rest assured. We'll I'm do cutting the no mic. Work in the we're not doing anything. No. <laughs> we're coming out weekly. Don't threaten we're these guys. We're going to Kevin Benjamin this all the whole way. You guys can't threaten the with, with uh, the listen, listen, guys, guys. I I bleed green too much in order to you know to stop this pod. I think we'll we'll talk about as much Eagles talk topics as we have to. We'll be a Philly sports uh, theorist to podcast keep us, for a couple keep us weeks. Afloat, dedicated to the Eagles, um, which I, I'm I'm a little excited for, but I I think we can still get the title. My dreams aren't uh, totally squashed with this last game. Uh, so let's not let's not overreact and let's look ahead to uh, game five. Should be a fun one. Yeah, game. we're not we're not getting into into off season workouts or um, NBA draft talk yet. So we're yeah, still in this place. All right, no, 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 it's still far out. Let's wrap it up. All right, here. All right guys, <laughs> wrapping it up. <laughs> Brits Brit has to go work out some more. Wait, 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 wait. Would you guys prefer sour mouths or hot mouths? Oh my god. All right, <laughs> listen, that's it. Listen, we're coming hey, over. We're, 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 all right, and if you like uh, under Ben free throw makes four. And, and, and real, real quick, real quick, as a shameless uh, plug, if you guys like gaming, check out Double XP Facebook Gaming. They plugged our pod. I got to return the favor and plug them. So Double XP Gaming, check out those guys. They're streaming different things like uh, Fortnite and Apex Legends. So I, I, you know, you can go watch for yourselves. But I had to plug right, that in I'll there. Put them in the and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you guys and next check time. Me out, episode eight. Check me out on Tuesday at eight p.m. I'm dancing. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Launched and landed, my friends.